Good afternoon. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com. It's Tuesday, March 30th. Beginning today, all New Yorkers 30 years of age and older will be eligible to receive a COVID-19 shot. One week later, next Tuesday, April 6th, everyone 16 and older will be eligible to receive a vaccination. So far, more than 9 million doses have been administered across all vaccination sites. The state's wide distribution network and large population of eligible persons still far exceed the supply coming from the federal government. Due to that limited supply, state officials ask New Yorkers to remain patient and are advising not to show up at vaccination sites without an appointment. Veterans and veteran families honored the service and sacrifice of Vietnam veterans yesterday at the Orange County Veterans Memorial in Newburgh for National Vietnam Veterans War Day. Vietnam War Day became a national holiday in 2017 and is held on March 29th, the day in 1973, the last of the U.S. troops were withdrawn from Vietnam. County Veteran Services Director Christian Farrell said Vietnam veterans may be the most forgotten of the groups of living veterans and were definitely treated the worst when they came home from war. He said it was a long time coming for those servicemen to their own day of recognition and hopes that maltreatment of U.S. soldiers will never happen again. There's an expression that says, you know, um, me not support the war, but support the warrior. And in, in that case, going back 50 years ago, it seemed like the warriors weren't even supported uh, on, uh, of, of our country who wore our uniform. So, yeah, let's hope that going forward that uh, all the men and women who've served our country or continue to serve our country during peace or war are always recognized. And we don't have to have a ceremony like this. Commander of the Military Order of the Purple Heart, Chapter 1782, Rich Drago, said he felt fortunate to come home early and not be subjected to the treatment aimed at young returning veterans. The kids today, they should know that um, they should not have to walk down the block and feel like they need to change their uniforms. They shouldn't have to take one step out of their uniforms. And this day is a day that reminds me and all the, the general public that the Vietnam vets, I believe, paved the way for the kids today. Veterans were encouraged to fly their flags in honor of the 58,000 U.S. soldier lives lost in the Vietnam conflict. Hospice of Orange and Sullivan Counties led the inaugural observance of National Vietnam Veterans Day in Orange County. Funeral services for Spring Valley Fireman Jared Lloyd, who was killed in the line of duty on March 23rd during the Evergreen Adult Home Fire in the village, will be held on Saturday at 11 a.m., at Palisades Credit Union Park in Pomona. The 35-year-old Lloyd was one of two people to have lost their lives in the blaze that destroyed the building. A male resident also perished in that fire. Local police and fire officials across the Mid-Hudson are welcoming the federal aid they're receiving from Washington as the pandemic continues one year after it began. But universally, they continue to run into roadblocks in obtaining good personal protective equipment for their staffs. Congressman Sean Patrick Maloney conducted an online discussion with emergency services leaders in his district on Monday, with Poughkeepsie City Fire Chief Mark Johnson noting he continues to have difficulty in securing PPE. The good N95s made by 3M are, if you can find them, are extremely expensive, we finally got a, a shipment 
almost nine months after we tried to get them in last month. Um, gloves have almost quadrupled and in some cases five times their original cost. That supply issue was echoed by Middletown City Fire Chief Bob Brady and Beacon City Fire Chief Gary Van Voris. The main facilities of the Ulster County Resource Recovery Agency, the county's solid waste disposal organization, is based in the town of Ulster, and the smells from the composting operation are causing problems across a wide area of the town. Supervisor James Quigley brought that issue to the attention of the RRA board during its virtual meeting yesterday, noting the serious nature of the problem, particularly when the compost is turned. The RRA does not fall under the town's planning and zoning protocols. But if you did, we would have shut you down long ago because this is an untenable situation. Board members said they would look into the issue. Quigley suggested an open meeting to explain the situation to the public. Mayor Joseph DiStefano and Middletown Common Council President Miguel Rodriguez will have a free ride to another four-year term. Both Democrats are running unopposed in the November election. DiStefano said the city appears to be satisfied with the direction his administration is taking. I think we've done a good job. We've been good advocates for the city, and we've also been creative and um, and, and been able to make, have several ac- accomplishments. So I'm happy that the people have confidence in us. And, um, you know, it's not good for democracy sometimes to have all these open spots, but uh, certainly um, it gives us an opportunity to keep pushing forward with our agenda. And the agenda is well received by residents of the city of Middletown, at least that's what it appears. Under the men's leadership, the state selected Middletown to receive the first $10 million downtown revitalization initiative grant in the Hudson Valley several years ago. The Poughkeepsie Common Council last night ratified the proposed police reform and modernization plan as per Governor Cuomo's executive order. The ratification by the city's legislative body is required by April 1st to comply with the governor's mandate. The vote was unanimous. Stay updated with local news all day online at MidHudsonNews.com. I'm Hank Gross.